0: Good afternoon. I just want to welcome you as we gather to pray and to worship our God. And as we continue our homily series, today we're focusing on prayer and the worship of our God. So I just want to invite you, whatever is going on in your life, whatever is troubling you, think about it. Whatever is in your life, God is very interested in what's going on in your lives. So whatever it is at this moment, think about it and bring it to God in prayer. The readings today are talking about the wedding feast. Now, over the years as a priest, I've been able to celebrate very many weddings. I can say on average each year I celebrate at least 20 weddings, on average. Very few times we go to reception, but once in a while I go and attend receptions. But anytime I celebrate a wedding, especially in the church, I always try to look around each and everyone who is attending. Because weddings are meant to be joyful. They're meant to be fun. Because you were there to celebrate the joy of the bride and the groom. And anytime I see someone who's miserable in their face, grumpy, I just know he or she is the relative. (laughs) Because you're just stuck with them. You have to invite them. You're stuck with them. I just know. But you know, the weddings are meant to be very joyful, that's why Jesus is giving us this parable today and also in the first reading. But what this is all about? That when you look back to go back in the ancient times, when there was going to be a celebration, there used to be two invitations. The first one, let's say, okay, we're going to have a wedding, but we don't know what, what date and time. So they sent the first invitation to announce this wedding. Those were invited. And that's when they said, Oh, yeah, I'll attend. But remember, you don't have the date and the time. But you have to respond and say, Yes, I'll come. No, I won't come. That is the first invitation. It's kind of save the debt. That was the first invitation. And then once the celebration was getting close and everything is ready, they send the second invitation and say, Hey, now it's time to come. And as we see today, Jesus is teaching us the parable, people begin giving excuses. That's why the king is enraged. Because at first, they had said they're available, and now they're saying they cannot. To put this in perspective, let's think about this. Let's say today, before, as you wake up this morning, someone shows up from your house, okay? You have an invitation by the White House to attend a wedding. So maybe even think it this way. It's not just a mailman but a courier from the White House comes to your door and says, this is an invitation of the president to the wedding. How many of us are going to say, uh, let me think about it? Most likely, I say, oh, let me see. I had dinner parties my my buddies. Most likely, it's going to be, oh, yeah, because you know it's the most honorable thing I'm going to have in your, this year. So that's the perspective. The king sends out an invitation, not everyone, but those who are select- what respond to come. And what happens when time comes, they begin giving excuses. So all of us have been invited to the wedding. And of course, we know when you look back in the Old Testament, when, Je- when God has saved the Jews from Egypt and Mount Sinai, what did they do? God made a covenant with them. And that covenant was ratified with blood, and then with a the big celebration on Mount Sinai. That was the first image of a wedding. God being the center of their celebration. So we see the images of a wedding throughout the Old Testament. And in the gospel today, Jesus in this, in this parable tells us, okay, who are the servants? Of course, the servants are the prophets. God is sending his servants, all of us. Then they ignored them. He said, then, we'll send other prophets, those they killed. He's referring to his only son. So, But the whole point of this is to realize that all of us, God is inviting us. And on the day of our baptism, we said yes. We dressed the wedding garment on our baptism. All of us. One of the prayers that a deacon prays, or the priest who's baptizing, says he puts the, the white garment on the child and says... May your parents and godparents help you to bring this garment unstained. Of course, they're telling us, keep it on. So when you're baptized in our Christian life, it's not a thing we do. You're baptized into a lifestyle. Christianity is a lifestyle. So being a Christian is not a part-time job. It's who you are as a person. What you say, what you do, it's who you are as a person. So that's why today the reading is inviting us. God is asking us, let's make a checklist. How is your wedding feast, your wedding garment today? Ask yourself, how is your wedding garment today? If God called you today, are you going to say, yes, I am ready? Are you going to say, well, God, I did go to confession today. Oh, God, not yet time. God is telling us our life must be made for a purpose. So when God created all things, God created you with specific talents and gifts. God created you uniquely different from everyone else. And God put you here to answer a certain question. God put you here to solve a certain problem. So if you do not use your talent or gift, guess what God happens? God will kick you out of his way and bring in someone who is even less talented than you to accomplish his mission. So all the talents we have and gifts are give from God. I know we've, it's very easy for us to count our blessings. Name them one by one. That's all good. But it doesn't end on counting them. You have to share your blessings. Because your blessings are meant to be shared. So how do you worship God? First of all, you have to know who God is. And ask yourself, when I come before God, do I realize that he is my creator, I'm the creature? He loves me. His his entire life is to be in love with me. God's mission is to be in love with you as a person, not as a church, with you as a person uniquely. That's why we're challenged today, ask ourselves the question, how am I living out my Christian life? And how is my wedding garment? When God looks at me, does he say, yes, this is my beloved child, or oh, God can say, well, wait a minute, go and change some things. So today, we've been invited. When he comes to celebrate the Eucharist, it's a foretest of our heavenly celebration. It's a fortest of heaven is. Let us open up our eye, the eyes of our hearts and allow the Holy Spirit to help us to see what God wants us to say. And also to worship God and pray to God as God wants to be worshipped not as how we choose to worship God. The Lord be with you.